Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to WISE. We have our second episode this week, and it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, and it's based off of conversations that I've been having with clients and friends and with myself, just like a general theme of going through tough times, going through things that are unexpected or things that shake up your world a little bit, that is life, right? It's uncertain. And I always think back to Stutz, which is the documentary that Jonah Hill made about his therapist. You can watch it on Netflix. It's S-T-U-T-Z, Stutz. And he is a therapist, obviously. And he talks about how there's three certainties in life, pain, uncertainty, and constant work. And I always go back to that as something to keep me grounded. The fact that like as humans, especially as sensitive people, we grasp we grasp onto certainty and we love certainty, right? We love familiarity. That's why we stay stuck in old patterns and stuff and old relationships or whatever it is, because it's easier to stay in a familiar misery than it is to go into an uncertain future. And that is the reason why change can feel hard. And the nature of life is that it is uncertain. We don't know what's going to happen. Even if we plan, like things come up, things change, and that is very tough. Pain is also a certainty too, in the sense that like things are going to hurt. Things are going to, you know, we will get hurt at some point. And the last thing is constant work. And this is something that we talk about all the time. The fact that like, there's never really going to be a moment when we can rest. Like, of course, at the end of the day and at the end of the night, you sit on the couch, but life requires maintenance. Life requires us to show up and put effort in some form every single day, right? And I think that the more that we can get accustomed to these things and the more that we can accept these things as the nature of life the less hard life is. I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not easy. And I have just a lot of people in my ecosystem right now going through tough times and going through unexpected life events and dealing with stuff that is really hard. And I think that most people are dealing with something or struggling with something that perhaps you don't know about. I think that that can make us feel really isolated in our struggles, especially in like the age of social media where like, no, people don't share everything. Um, And I wanted to do this because of course I've gone through my stuff too. And I think it's really easy sometimes when we're going through something like that to be like, well, life just sucks. And like, I'm just gonna 
go through the motions and like everything sucks right now. And I actually think that these times, although I would not wish them upon anybody, I actually think that they can be the most transformative in our lives and they don't leave us the same. So I'm really talking about like acute stress, like big life events um, that happen sometimes, like whether it's something with your family or your closest relationships or something health related with somebody close to you, whether you have to move, whether you have to change jobs, you were fired, whether, you know, whatever it is, like you leave a relationship, like whatever these things are, it's going to happen at some point to all of us. And I think that having gone through again, my own stuff, I know that like, I would not have the resilience that I do today resiliency. I'm not sure which word to use. <laughs> Had I not gone through those things? Because uh, they give you grit. They give you, you know, confidence to deal with other stuff. If you go through something that's really hard, the small stuff seems so, you're just like, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It also really teaches you what is important and what I think sometimes when these things happen, it kind of like, shakes up our perspective and allows us to think like, what really matters to me? What do I really want? Like, am I wasting time somewhere? Am I leaking energy somewhere? Am I involved in something that just like, isn't worth it to me? Those things are the realizations and the good that can come from these things. And it's not, uh, it doesn't happen immediately. I think we can only see these, like the blessings and retrospect. But for those of us that are going through tough times. I wanted to offer a couple tips and a couple perspectives to look at whenever we are. Um, because of course, like success and amazing things are, are an incredible part of life. But the reality is that we can protect ourselves as much as we want to with certain things happening. And the reality is that like, they're still going to happen. We might have our biggest fear come true. We might have and then have to live with it eventually, right? And what you learn is that you can still be standing and it doesn't actually kill you. And although it, you might have to live with grief or loss or whatever it is, you are still standing. And that gives you a resilience that you wouldn't have had otherwise. It opens up your window of tolerance. You know, I'm going to do a whole episode on the window of tolerance because it is such an incredible tool. And Basically, what that means is that what the window of tolerance is, especially if you're somebody who's gone through trauma, is that at any point in time, we have kind of a spectrum or snapshot of arousal, um, not horniness, but like, you know, um, when you feel dysregulated or when you feel joyous and successful, like those are both like heightened states, right? At any point in time, we have a certain capacity for what we can tolerate and we expand, like for example, as you begin to lift weights and you learn to dig deep, you start to see like, oh, like as I push myself, I'm able to push myself more because I'm showing my nervous system that it's safe for me to be in this state. Like I'm not going to die. Same thing with emotional eating. Like if you numb with food, we numb with food to begin with because we think that we can't tolerate a feeling. We haven't allowed ourselves to be exposed to that feeling. And if you allow yourself to be exposed to the feeling without doing something to cover it up, you learn that you will survive. Same thing happens with positive stuff. This is why we have fear of success, fear of pleasure, fear of joy, fear of, fear of listening to our desires and living out our desires. 
as you get more and more and more, you know, outside of, you know, pushing to the edge of what is comfortable for you, you widen the window. So we also widen the window with pain that when we go through something, we can see like, oh my gosh, I went through that. I didn't die. Now I have confidence that I can go through other stuff too. And I also think in general, it's important for us to consistently put ourselves in tough situations to build that resilience. So like cold showers, working out, putting effort into work, having hard conversations. Like I think it's really harmful sometimes to have this like message of fragility to women, you know, especially with exercise sometimes uh, because you can probably handle more than you think. And this only happens through widening the window and having deliberate exposures to things. And how do we do that? By slowly finding what is tiny and tolerable, going to that edge, because if you push out of it, this is why we quit things, because we start, it's too much, it's too intense, knocks us out of the window, we fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, the trauma responses, and we get overwhelmed and we quit. This is why like, something like a 75 hard people will quit. They're widening the window too fast. It's not going tiny and tolerable, allowing your system to, yes, you push to the edge to something that's tolerable and then you get accustomed to that and then you keep pushing rather than like going zero to 60, which is what we love to do. (laughs) And this is why I talk about consistency so much. But I think that this can serve as something that allows us to feel stronger, allows us to feel better, And that we can truly use to refine us, to kind of chisel us (laughs) into who we're meant to be. I always connect more with people who have gone through something in life, like who are gritty, who get it, who are resilient. Like I don't connect with people who only have a happy gene. I, first of all, don't think that humans feel. I don't think that humans just feel happy. Like we feel everything. And if you've told yourself... (laughs) if people say that they only feel happy and they never struggle, I I really think that that's a defense mechanism. I think it's, I think they're lying to themselves. Like I think they're blocking the emotion. I think that they have, have completely shut themselves off. Like I, I I just don't get it. Uh, I don't connect to it. And I relate more to people who have a full range of all of the emotions because that's life. Like you you have to expose yourself to these things. And sometimes people spend their whole lives covering up their emotions and their image depends on that, right? Their image depends on us really, uh, you know, not doing, not allowing ourselves to feel those things. And sometimes I think we can think like, oh, those people are like so much stronger or they're unaffected or they're not insecure. Like I really don't buy it. Um, I I don't think it's real. I think that like pain happens and it has to go somewhere. And if you don't feel it, like it's going to fester in some way. So I really appreciate humans that can share in all of the different avenues and all of the different ranges of emotions, because I think it provides more richness and more depth to relationships. And um, again, we're all going to be affected in some way. And I just don't, um, I don't think that, Again, maybe for those types of situations, like the exposure of the emotion hasn't been there because it's too scary. So I understand, but we all go through stuff and we all have a choice of what happens, what we do with it as a result. So 
The first thing that I will say is to feel your feelings. Allow yourself to express what it is that you feel from whatever thing happened. Um, don't make the feelings wrong. Like they're coming up for a reason. They are there for a reason. Like I think there's there's just this like narrative around sensitivity and like crybabies and stuff like that. Like, yes, if you just like feel your feelings and wallow, that's not helpful. It's not productive. But I personally have to like, let the feelings out so that I can like go do what I have to do and like live my life. Like I can't just like sit and feel all the time. But I find that like if I deal with an emotion in real time as it comes up, then I'm just kind of done with it. I'm like, okay, of course, if there's like something lingering, like it might come in waves or whatever it is. But in that moment, I allow myself to cry. I journal. I talk to people a lot. So I have, I don't know, like maybe six friends who I can like be completely honest with maybe more friendship is a huge value of mine so I have different people that I like can go to and talk to and get support from in real time I have several friends who I like talk to every day and or you know several times a week and I think that is essential too I think it's important to like know what you need in those moments do you need to listen to a sad song and cry do you need to like lay in your bed and express those things. Don't make the emotions wrong. You're feeling them for a reason, right? Like they are there for a reason. It's not like they arrive for like this bad reason. Why would you be feeling them otherwise? You know, so allow yourself to express the emotion because bad things happen when we stuff them down and we don't express them. And like, I don't want the things that I'm, that I've gone through or am going through to like come up in like three years because like (laughs) I didn't deal with it in real time. So really try not to make your feelings wrong. Try not to make yourself wrong. Really try to rid yourself of that narrative. I actually think it's a really beautiful thing to feel so deeply and to express so deeply because it means that like you're touching every facet of life and you can go to big depths and also big joys. So I am able to feel the entire spectrum of things. Um, This isn't like a good, better thing or like better, worse or like whatever, good, bad. Uh, It's that I think many people don't have the skills to do this. Uh, And maybe I'll talk about feeling your feelings a little bit more, but I think it can, it's like a window of tolerance thing. It can be scary. Like, oh, if I let myself go there, I will just like fall into the abyss and I will die. And again, you can let yourself go to the edge. You can let yourself cry for one minute and then go distract yourself and then go cry next time for like three minutes and then just kind of go. But kind of keep going. But I find that if I'm going through something, it's usually like 10, 15 minutes. And then I can just like, I feel so much better because it's been released. It's energy. It's something that has to be released through us, right? The next thing is to find joy every day, even if it's small. So like, this is why I look at my flowers. This is why like every single day I'm doing something that makes me laugh or that I enjoy or that brings me happiness in some way. Um, Finding just tiny moments to go out to dinner with friends or to be with my dog or to watch a TV show that I love or light a candle and being present. I think being able to like use our senses to be present every day makes life richer. And it also provides little blips 
where you can relish in that joy. I think that it's a big mistake. And sometimes too, like the grief can be so big that it's really hard to find these things. And I think sometimes you might have to force yourself to feel them, but it is, it just is a lot to feel like if we're going through something that's so sad to stay in that state 24 seven. I think that there's also this thing there of like, feeling like, oh, this bad thing happened. I shouldn't, I shouldn't feel any joy. I don't deserve it. But it makes it better, makes you feel better amongst the joy to, to know that there's other options available and to remind yourself that amongst the goodness, there is, I mean, amongst the badness, there is good. And we wouldn't appreciate the goodness without the bad. We wouldn't appreciate, well, do we appreciate the bad? (laughs) Maybe for later, making us stronger. But I think the contrast of things is what makes us appreciate the full depth of things. The next thing will be to lean on your support system if you have them. Um, And if you don't, I would encourage you to, you know, maybe reach out to me send me a DM or to find support groups online. Like you can probably find a Facebook group for anything that you're going through. And even just like reading the accounts of when I say account, I mean like the posts and stuff in certain Facebook groups can make you feel less alone. And like, that's okay. Uh, But I've spent, you know, so much of my life, like being friends with the same people. And then like, as, as I go through life, I, kind of pick up different people along the way for every kind of life um, stage (laughs) that I am in. But there is nothing that can replace feeling seen and validated by someone else who loves you. And to just like release and tell someone something. We're not meant to do life alone. We're not, you're not stronger if you can deal with something on your own. We are communal beings. We are social animals. So If you keep stuff in your head or in your body, like your emotions, like going back to number one, it can be detrimental to you and it doesn't necessarily, you know, feel the best to, to do that. And it just takes such a load off when you're able to talk to someone, when you're able to really, to be relieved and to also just like feel loved, to feel like you have support and that somebody loves you despite the things that you're going through, that maybe they can love you more during those times. Um, I think showing people your vulnerabilities in those ways really creates connection, creates closeness, creates intimacy with people. And at the same time, you will also be there for them when they're going through a tough time. I also think that like so much of our social media landscape is predicated upon perfection and the fact that things seem like they are, that nothing is ever wrong. And like, that will make you feel isolated. That will make you feel like something's wrong with you because you're having something tough happening. So just like having like the validation of, oh, I see you. I understand you. What you're feeling isn't wrong. Like it's okay to get that reassurance. It's okay to ask for what you need and to ask for support. And again, I have girlfriends that I can speak to and speak very honestly to about my feelings and my needs and what I'm going through. And they would never judge me, you know, and I will do the same for them. Again, I, I appreciate people who can go through the full range of emotions. Um, 
And I think that doing the work to find those people is worth it. Uh, I would suggest like perhaps Instagram (laughs) if you have an online business. Like I've met most of my really good friends like as of late in the last several years through Instagram um, or business groups that I've been a part of. Uh, I also think that it's wise to maybe meet people at places that you go to consistently. So like the gym or a pottery class or another, you know, pickleball, an art class or whatever it is, places that you go to consistently where you see the same people, especially if you're an adult. That's, I think, a really good tip to finding these people and realizing that like, again, it creates connection. It also just makes you feel so much better to know that you can go to somebody and share yourself. The next thing is to keep doing your habits. Like sometimes we let these habits fall away during hard times, but I think there's no better time than to do them when you're going through a hard time because it keeps you grounded. It makes you feel better. If you start not eating well and not moving your body, you're just going to feel worse. And this can be tough because oftentimes food is the coping mechanism that we use to get us through tough times. And that makes us feel bad. You know, it makes us feel physically not great. Uh, And if that is happening to you, I would get really curious about the behavior and just really be honest with yourself about like, is this actually helping me? Is this actually serving me? Is this helping solve the problem at hand? The answer is probably no. And yet we still sometimes will be in that loop, we'll be in that cycle. So this is about widening the window of tolerance of showing your body it is safe to feel these things. It is safe to not need the food to get you through, but also honoring and telling yourself the truth about using it in that way. And realizing that like, again, feeling energized and grounded and that vitality and aliveness through your body as you're going through tough times makes it so much easier. It also is like a way to gain confidence and self-trust during this or to continue to build it. Of course, I'm not saying like go train for a marathon or unless you want to, like some people I think find a lot of solace and a lot of like distraction from doing that. And it can be a good thing, but also honor where you are. Like if you don't have the energy, if like you're really stressed in something, like you're naturally going to have less energy to do other stuff and let yourself like stay consistent at the level and intensity and the frequency that works for you in your life, but don't let it fall away. Be disciplined in that sense of like still showing up, still eating well, still if you're, if you don't have capacity to do meal prep, then like buy things that you can just eat easily, like microwave rice, tuna and avocado and sauce, microwave broccoli, make it so easy. And then also, um, also have things that you love to the degree and have conscious comfort if you want to. Like that is something that I do from time to time is just like eat things that I know are, you know, delicious (laughs) and I know won't solve my problem, but I do want a little bit of conscious comfort in that moment. The last thing that I'll say is remember that these times are going to make you stronger. And this is not me spiritually bypassing. This is not me like not honoring how somebody feels. It is the truth that when you go through something, and you see that you survive it, you become better. That is how you get resilient. And anytime I've seen somebody like have a, gl- and this is not me wishing a good, a bad time on somebody, but if it does happen, because it likely will happen to different degrees, 
we have a choice of like, what is it going to, how can I take this and make my life better? How can I make it richer? How can I actually realize that I deserve everything that I want and that I can go after the things that I want and it's going to be even better for me afterwards. This is a per- it's so easy to go into the hole of being like, this is shitty and now everything is shitty and now my life sucks. And that's the natural tendency. And we can continue to do the work to think like, yes, I might feel this grief. It might live with me forever. And amongst that, I will become a more compassionate and loving and especially self-loving and self-compassionate individual and I can offer that care and that empathy towards myself and to other people. And then when stupid stuff, like actual stupid stuff happens, like we're worrying about like gossiping or whatever it is, you're just like, no, I'm not going to allow this stupid stuff to get into my orbit because like, I know what the hard stuff is. I know what I actually have to worry about. And it is not these things. I think that it can allow us to set boundaries and to speak up and to be assertive and to do what it is that we need to do. And it's always a perspective shift. And as always, I want us to feel like we have power in getting through the things that we go through and in doing the things that we need to do. I am going to wrap it up right here. If you are going through something right now, I'm sending you so much love. And I think that right now in the world, it's it's hard, right? Like there's just a lot of things happening. Like the cost of living is really high. It's going up. Um, you know, people are losing jobs and like it's just people, there's a lot of health stuff happening. I know a lot of people that have like cancer right now and it's it, just like a lot of stuff is happening. And I hope you can take these things and feel your feelings about them. I hope that you can use them as fuel to realize how strong and resilient you can be and to also come back to the nature of life and the certainties of life of pain, uncertainty, and constant work. So again, sending you lots of love and lots of compassion. Um, You can DM me if you need somebody to talk to, but um, I'm with you sending you lots and lots of love and we will talk on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Wise. If you want to get in touch with me or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.